Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to update 7.1 in Marvel Strike Force and the Age of Temporary Teams. We're talking about everything good and bad in this update, including the Ultimate 32 that is coming next week. We have a new raid coming this update. We have new changes to war coming this update and a Scourge event coming next week for Nova. And we're talking all about that and more in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. And if you're ready for it, Cerebro, let them know what to do. Yeah, let's go smash it. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, Valley Maniacs? Welcome back to the Valley Flan channel in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. We're discussing all the best and worst of update 7.1 and everything that is coming up in Marvel Strike Force. I normally do with this with a co-host, but it's getting harder and harder to find someone that actually has a schedule that matches up with mine. So we're doing this solo this week. Uh, normally we do have a guest host, but uh, if you guys enjoy this version better, we'll probably continue to do this solo. But if you guys enjoy the guest host, I actually enjoyed talking to a guest host a little more. Uh, let me know in the comments what you want to do. We may go back to that. We may continue with this. But let me know what you want to do now. We do this every single week. But uh, if you haven't already subscribed, hit that subscribe button for more Marvel Strike Force content, including this news video that is up every single week. We also have question and answer videos, gameplay videos, everything to help you in Marvel Strike Force. But let's get right in to the weekly horde watch. We're talking about what to hoard this week in Marvel Strike Force. So all this green stuff is stuff that you should be using right now. So blitz charges, you're going to need them for the current event that's going on right now. If you really want the Agatha shards, if you don't need the Agatha shards, you don't need to save your blitz charges. Also, we have raid energy going on uh, that you need to spend right now. There's a raid web milestone going on. That is until tomorrow, the 12th. And same thing for your war attacks. Uh, don't combat cancel because only your completed attacks count, even if they're a loss. So even if you're going to lose, make sure you don't combat cancel. Now, what do you need to hoard coming up? Well, on the 12th, there is a blitz web event going on. So don't claim any of your blitz credits. So all the all the energy or all the credits that you would get from this Agatha blitz or anything else, uh, save those if you have not already claimed those. Uh, also, your gold orbs There's a gold orbiting event coming up tomorrow. So save those and this is also stuff to start to hold off on. Alliance credits don't claim until reset on Friday. That is 2 p.m. Pacific uh, tomorrow. Also, your ISO 8 energy. You're going to need that for coordinated assault that is coming back on the 12th as well. So if you are in uh, the game, you have this strike pass season three and you haven't claimed this energy or this energy, don't claim that yet because there's an event coming up tomorrow. Also, last but not least, uh, yes, that's also coordinated assault. So that is what you need to do. And then your campaign energy, we are spending that right now for the event that's going on in the game. But there's another event spending more campaign energy on the 12th. Same thing with power cords as well. There's an event going on that rewards you for spending power cords right now. And there's another one that's coming up. So uh, those are what the horde guys. But moving on, let's talk about update 7.1. This was the big update. We had some big changes coming to war. We have some changes coming to Cosmic Crucible. Season 3 is starting, but next week is the Ultimate 32. A bunch of other stuff that we're going to talk about that, uh, that arrived in this update, but one of the main things is six new playable characters. Nova, Cosmo, Korg, Star-Lord. Not, not a rework to the Star-Lord, but a new version of Star-Lord. Star-Lord Annihilation and another version of Thor. Not a rework Thor a brand new Infinity Watch Thor and Gwenpool, part of the new New Warriors. And this is, this marks the second patch in a row that we have six new characters in a week. And we also, uh, six new characters 
in this patch. We also got word to devs on a dev call that there's probably not gonna be a lot of reworks. I know that some people were disappointed that Star-Lord, the original legendary character, did not get a rework, especially with the movie tie-in. That makes timing of reworks seem so good, but he did not get a rework this patch, and it looks like no one else is getting reworks, or very limited characters getting reworks. And what the devs said because of this, or the reason for this, is because they didn't want us to use all of our resources to level up these old characters and be disappointed when they aren't as good or aren't as built. So uh, yeah, no no reworks right now, but we got a slight rework in Nebula getting the Guardians tag. And while that won't affect most matches, there are some uh, pieces of content that do require a Guardian. So this will help if you have not completed all that content. If you're an older time player and have uh, Nebula on the Infinity Watch, this doesn't really do too much. But let's talk about some bugs going on in the raids right now. Not necessarily in the raids, but the incursion rate events that's going on in the game let's go into the game and there's this one major bug that has not been fixed not addressed publicly it looks like all this energy is for nothing these are all one-time rewards and to get into this bonus stage level five it requires five invaders at gear tier 15 and at five stars but for about an hour yesterday anyone could enter now there's conflicting reports some are saying that even with all gear tier 15 they or even without gear tier 15 they still were able to enter this some people said that it needed to be gear 15. The reports are conflicting and not sure what the devs are going to do yet. There's a post on Reddit uh, suggesting what the devs should do. And this seems like it's very similar to the Summer of Blunder, where people like myself spent a little more on the invaders just to get the extra ISO 5 for this. And uh, that's it's not great for the people that spent specifically for the ISO 5 like myself. Uh, I think this is this is what this one person says. They should repeat their summer blunder solution. Reopen the current version of the event with no requirements so everyone can do it. That would be good. Everyone gets the extra ISO 8.5. I'm very happy with that. Create a duplicate version of the event with real requirements. This way, everybody gets equal access to the rewards that were online received. And anyone who spent money gets a team at five stars get the rewards again. If Scopely is greedy slash smart, they'll casually some character offers to 10 people to buy last minute upgrade offers for duplicate rewards. Uh, that would be a good solution. That would help Scopely. That would help players. Uh, is that what they're going to do? I have a feeling they're not going to do that. But let me know what you think is going to be done about this issue with these incursion raid invaders event that uh, was erroneously. Maybe they should just extend it. Uh, I'm hoping they just give everybody ISO 85, but I actually like this solution better. You know, give everybody the ISO 85 or rerun this event, create a separate event that uh, has the real requirements and all that stuff. I think that's a good solution. Let me know what you think, though. But moving on to the Ultimate 32, the big Cosmic Crucible event starting next week, which is coming prior to the release of Season 3. Now, what has happened? Well, the usual tribunal score reduction will apply to the Ultimate 32. Won't be again applied to the Season 3, but I think this kind of sucks uh, i've been in masters every single season at the end and then dropped back down to diamond three and have to climb a bay way up to masters and then dropping down again so it's like not really gaining ranks not really gaining stuff to get those quicksilver uh so get those extra quicksilver shards to increase in rank so this is a bad thing i know they did this in season one because they ascended the season and it was a preseason. but then they did this in season two without uh announced again i'm glad they announced it this time but 
it is not a good thing. As a player, it does not make me feel good. Let me know your thoughts, though. Am I out of line with this? Is this a good thing for the community? Because I, I don't see the benefits here, but maybe I'm missing something. Let me know in the comments if, uh, if this is actually a benefit and I'm missing something. But as far as the rules here, these look very, very fun. We're getting the normal 20% health and 20% 10% uh, damage to defensive characters. But we got a lot of theory crafting here. We got when it rains, positive and negative effects, which looks actually different to the game. It says on all allies, it doesn't look like it's like this in the game as it's launched. We'll see if this is corrected in the game before it goes live, but it looks like it's just the duration of positive effects, not all allies and not the negative effects on all allies either. We got some fortifier abilities here that uh, ultimate ability spreads positive effects to adjacent allies. That looks like a very fun uh, yeah, the room that we could do a lot of theory crafting. Web warriors counted as tangle web. That should be interesting as well strength in numbers every consecutive summon character of the same summon character on the side has 20 more max health so characters like phoenix and maybe greg uh and some other characters that would be great in this room on defense on turn characters remove positive effects from self and heal for 10 percent of max health for each positive effect removed so that's going to be an interesting room as well. And then overcharge. Special abilities cost three more. Ultimate abilities cost three less. This looks like a fun, fun season of Cosmic Crucible. We gave some suggestions on the weekly news update last week of some teams you could place on defense. Let me know if you like those selections or if you're planning on using some other teams on defense. But continuing on with Cosmic Crucible, I do want to talk about the original intent of Cosmic Crucible and how that seems to have changed. This was on a Strike Time video from February 25th, 2022. Cerebro talking to one of the game designers, Zach Reynolds. And this is what they say about the original intent of Cosmic Crucible. We do not want Cosmic Crucible. This is, this is super important because we don't want Cosmic Crucible to just mirror the fights that you're seeing in other modes, right? That is like one of the core design pillars that we put. And, that's, um, and that seems to have happened. To feel like a new and fresh experience. So while yes, right. uh, there may be a few teams that have mode specific bonuses for Cosmic Crucible, um, we are planning on um, encouraging like theory crafting, you know, creating new different types of teams, uh, uh, mix and matching teams, even, you know, ones that we hadn't um, necessarily uh, designed or thought of, you know, we're really excited to see what uh, what, what our players so have. the original intent was to encourage three crafting, but with the current way the room bonuses work now, we go down to these room bonuses for season three. It looks like there's not a lot of three crafting. Let's take this room four, the Wakandan room. Well, the only real team that they're encouraging building and putting this room is the Wakandans. And the only real team that can counter that is the Masters of Evil. Same thing with this tangled web room. They're designing this tangled web room to be very, very tough. They want you to use a tangled web and the Eternals in this team or in this in this room. And the counter to that is a new, new warriors there. So less theory crafting. We have some other teams that go here, the portable shield device, resurrection protocol. The new rooms here are gonna be stage four and five where special abilities and ultimate abilities have their costs changed. And then the faded reunion, military characters getting some bonuses, symbiote characters getting bonuses, rebirth characters getting bonuses. So symbiotes are getting some bonuses there now what they did say in a dev call that was a little controversial uh is a lot of these teams aren't going away anytime soon and they want it and they did that so that when you purchase these teams and build up these teams they don't want you to feel like it's you're you're being shafted by building these teams because they are falling out of favor so quickly but what if 
effectively as, and I think that's a good thing because, you know, if you're making a purchase in the game, you want it to feel validated. So they're actually catering to the people that are spending money on the game. I don't think that's a bad thing, but where I think that falls short is when we look at these rooms here, this was not a fun room. This was not a fun room, very cookie cutter, very anti-theory crafting. And now it looks like what they're gonna do is room six is now room four, move down two. Room five is now room three. The two new rooms that we talked about, stage five and stage six, looks like they're gonna be the rotating rooms. And what was said is kind of be gonna be kind of like a funnel or a conveyor belt where they're cycling these through. So in season four, this creeping spiders room should be in room one and this Wakanda room should be in room two. And then these new bonuses, this should be in stage three, the building momentum. And stage six will be in stage four and two new rooms. So it looks like there are going to be at least three seasons that we see a team on defense after they're added. Uh, I don't really like that, but let me know your thoughts on that. I, I, I do see that there can be some positives to that, getting it predictable. I'd rather it be a little more un unpredictable and have some weird, odd things happening in Cosmic Crucible. Don't make it as predictable as other game modes like War. I'm not, I'm not in favor of this, but let me know what you think of all this stuff as we move on to these changes that are coming to Alliance War. Now, around the end of April, we got this Teal War Orb, but the big thing is coming is making war more based on efficiency rather than trying to be the first one to clear everything, which is kind of how war is right now. We're getting this new Nowhere team that we talked about in previous videos, and we mentioned a little earlier, and they look to be a very, very strong team. Now, Nowhere characters are going to get bonuses on offense. Cosmic Villains will replace military in the existing room bonuses, but the big thing about this Nowhere event, it's a limited time run. They are looking at different configurations. They're testing, optimizing different rules and mechanics. And whether this stays or whether this goes is going to be based on player feedback. And I, hopefully they listen to the player feedback and actually implement the changes that the majority of the community didn't want to see. And not just based on how the numbers are with sales. And if, if the sales are good, they'll keep the changes. And if the sales aren't good, they're going to change it. Hopefully they actually listen to players and are basing this on fun and the fun mechanics because uh, when there's less fun, I spend less money. When there's more fun, I spend more money. That's just me. Let me know if you're similar to that. Also coming sometime in this update, but has not arrived yet, is changes to Alliance War. Now, some of these reward changes are already live in the game, but the actual changes to war are not live yet. And what they say is this is going to be a limited time run, temporary configuration where we can test and optimize different rules and mechanics. So I'm hoping these changes are more permanent at least some of these changes based on the overall strategy making it based more on efficiency rather than the timing of these events now what they say is the feedback provided during this event will simply help guide any future events and what that means to me at scopely event is if they sell a lot during these new war well these changes are going to say uh stay and if they don't sell a lot they don't make a lot of money well they're going to revert some changes or make even more changes because it is about profits for them now what I would like to see happen is the feedback is based on fun. So if players are having fun with this game mode, then the changes stay. If the players are not having fun, well, they'll make more more changes to make it fun. I do know that the devs during that dev call said that they one of the things they didn't want to see is make it a race. So if any of these changes go away, I hope they at least make keep Alliance War based on efficiency because I know for me that would add a lot more fun. And I know a lot of alliances don't like that racing aspect. All right, we also have these nowhere characters that are getting bonuses on offense cosmic villains replacing military in the existing bonuses and a new buff for the black order and thanos and 
and we have some data mines about those if you want to see those. But the new mechanic, so this is what we talked about. A new mechanic awarding bonus points for clearing room with the fastest attempts possible. Cancel combats don't count for this, but uh, and I like this. I like this. This is going to be tiebreakers. You want to clear the most room possible. The other thing I like is that receiving all 10 energy to start of war, you no longer have to wait to accumulate this energy over time. You can just do all your attacks if you want. And another major thing, uh, uh, armory and hangar, it's not going to affect your opponent's team. It's going to affect your own team. So uh, beating those will help your efficiency and all that. It's a tiebreaker, full clear bonus. If all of both alliances have cleared the same amount of rooms. Both attempts use the same, uh, both alliances use the same amount of attempts to clear those rooms. A tiebreaker is going to be awarded to the first alliance that clears everything. And what I think is going to be very fun, especially with this nowhere team that looks like a nightmare on defense, this exhausted mechanic. Each time a defensive squad is attacked and isn't fully defeated, a stack of this new debuff is going to apply to the maker weaker in some way. And I'm not sure if it's live in the game yet. I know there was some images floating around the test server, but I'm not sure if those are official yet. So this exhausted mechanic does look good. We do have some data mines about that, but I think that's going to make this nowhere team a lot less problematic than Heroes for Hire was. Because I know with the Heroes for Hire, when they initially were out before we got the solution of those Dark Hunters and the Weapon X team, you could use multiple teams and not even make a dent against the Heroes for Hire. So this exhausted mechanic, I think, is going to be a good thing. And I hope it adds to the... Uh, the the fun that war can bring but let's move back into the game and talk about another new feature that was added and that is these borders here uh and it, it looks cool you know we have these frames here so if you want to go back to some of your old dark dimension frames for dark dimension two or three you can you want to use a dark dimension five t or dark dimension five t uh, or border you can use that as well but one interesting thing here, obviously you can select your character that you want as your avatar, but if we go all the way down here, we got these new characters that aren't yet at gear tier five, but we have some new characters here that have already been in a game like Cyclops here. And it says Cyclops Alpha Leon. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, we also have Hulkbuster here, Kang, Killmonger. We have Mr. Fantastic and Dr. Strange Heartless. Not, not sure what all those characters have in common, but they do have this avatar that could be announced. What is this Alpha Leon trait? Uh, one stuff I saw in uh, on Reddit was that Killmonger was tied to a group called the Alpha Leon in the incursion raids. And I looked up what that word means in astronomy. It's the point in orbit which a planet or another orbiting body is the most distant from the sun. So probably has something to do with cosmic type scenarios i'm not sure how this all how those characters stack up but let me know what you think in the in the comments in addition to that little clue of the alpha lion trait we also have new hard difficulty iso 8 so that should be good coming but one change to iso 8 that i don't like is if we go into this set temp bonuses here and we go in this auto win instead of being 120 it is now 240 which wouldn't be as bad if we still had the 120 there because the energy tops off at 120 uh, i'm not sure if this is a bug or if this is intended if this is a bug i hope they correct it if this is an intended i hope they revert this because this is not uh positive in my eyes let's go and take a look at the new costumes in the game we did get a few new costumes in the game one was for nick fury which looks very very fun and the other is for the brand new thor that just arrived in the game yet that looks awesome because it's just like the uh costume in or love and thunder so the costumes here one was for nick fury and I, this is a funny costume guys 
we look at this. That's his second costume. That is his third costume. Nick Fury with a scroll head. And if we go all the way down to the bottom and see the costume for Thor, I think it looks good. I, I like this costume. It is the Ravager costume for or Love and Thunder. So both costumes look good. And one more note about the costumes. If you go into your store real quick, guys, there's another costume for sale, and that is the Hawkeye costume. If you want this Hawkeye costume, looks pretty good. Uh, if you have a use for Hawkeye and you're actually seeing Hawkeye in the game a lot, then this, this is not the worst costume. Other things that we got... And this is more for spenders as far as the benefit. It is the improvements to the bang to the buck. So there's a new gear that they or a new reward that they're offering in this 240,000 T2 level four blue ions. And they're increasing some of these other rewards as well. So if you're a spender, good benefit for you. If you're not spender or spending very light, then this isn't giving you too much. But let's talk about some new data mines in the game. The first is related to Mephisto and not sure where he will fit in this game. Not sure of his release method, but it looks like this is going to be an actual character as we see the different skills there, uh, the different damages, the different tiers for Mephisto. So not sure what this all means. Let me know your thoughts on Mephisto. Is this exciting for you? Is this disappointing for you? And where do you want to see him? What kind of team do you want to see him on? All right, we talked about the data mines for the Black Order. And again, these are data mines, so these are something to change. But let's take a look at what this says. And it says 20% damage and armor to all defending war-ready allies. Extra 10% for war-ready cosmic villain allies. So that's kind of extending the military bonuses there. 100% primary side to defending Thanos and Black Order allies. So those are the Black Order. They're getting 100% stats, so doubling basically their stats. If not exhausted, so talking about that exhausted mechanic that we talked about a little earlier. Getting three safeguards, evades offense up and speed up so they're going to be a nightmare that first attack they may be a two tap right, and the room bonuses attacking the primary side to war ready attacking allies extra 10 percent to war ready attacking nowhere allies so i'm not sure if that's the only benefit that the nowhere allies are going to get but it, it uh we'll, we'll see when this goes live again this is a data mine and everything in a data mine is always like the change but there are more data mines, guys. This one, thanks to Tana for doing these data mines. First is about this family hero event, which according to last week's blog post is coming up on the 12th. Uh, again, you're gonna need to save campaign energy for this. You're gonna need to earn alliance credits for this as well. And that is a six uh, day milestone. Now this is not gonna be related to that month long milestone event. So in my view, this is just bonus stuff here that you get because it's not tied to that month long milestone event. This is a little blurb about the blog post tomorrow looks like we're gonna get all the information about how to recruit nova the nowhere siege primer so more on that war the bonuses for war solar flare events so that is related to the month-long milestone event and a free claim friday all right we have some information on these incursion raids here so let's go take a look at these this is related to the bio mission the bio boss so i'm not sure if we're gonna have some bosses there there is the incursion raids on a test server, but I haven't opened the test server to see exactly what it is. So not breaking any NDAs by revealing all this stuff in the data mines here. We have mutant section with a boss, mystic section with a boss, skill section with a boss, tech missions with a boss. And then there's going to be a final boss, which looks to be very, very interesting as well. So uh, if this is the raids, I think that's going to be pretty good. I remember... Some of the old days in the Ultimus raids where you where it took multiple teammates to attack that final boss on Ultimus. So is that what they're going back to? I, I, I didn't mind that. I thought that was kind of fun. So if this is what it is, that is indeed what it is. Let me know if that is something that is making you happy or 
you tentative towards the uh, direction of this game. And last but not least, we got some data mines for the traits for Nova. This appears to be for Nova's legendary Scourge event that is coming up. And it says five characters only. Bio, Mutant, Mystic, Skill, Tech, and Masters of Evil, X Factor, and the last would be Quicksilver. Those are the characters required for uh, some of the missions. We also have a city section, a city uh, a villain section, a city section, city hero section, global bio, and cosmic. So because this is data mines, I'm not sure if this is all final. I'm not sure if this is actually accurate or not. But of course, according to these data mines, that is looking like what is going to be required to unlock Nova and his legendary Scourge event. And that is it for this edition of the news, guys. Thanks for watching. Again, let me know if you prefer this solo version, the shortened version of the news, or the longer, more conversation uh, that I normally have with a guest. I, I think I prefer the conversation. But if this is what you guys enjoy uh, more than this is what we'll be doing from now on in the weekly news update. But thank you for watching. Hopefully it benefits you helping you determine what you need to hoard how to get ahead how to plan for next week and what is coming up in marvel strike force thank you guys for watching if you did enjoy this video and gave you benefit hit that subscribe button hit that like button because it does help that youtube algorithm check out some of the other videos on the channel more importantly have a great rest of your day guys hulk fist bump valley flying out i'll see you guys next time thanks for watching